Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Min Dong. I'm Magaglio. 34 days until the college basketball season begins. Yeah, we are now less than five weeks to go and uh, cannot be more excited for the college basketball season. We always say that, but uh, every day closer and the more excited we get. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, obviously back for another episode. Last episode was the OVC, so shout out to the OVC. Looking interesting this year. Uh, another conference looking interesting this year is today's conference, the Patriot League. Patriot League, always very exciting. Uh, seen a lot of different teams uh, get the bid for the Patriot League the past couple of years. We've seen Navy get it. We've seen Colgate get it, who's been the big consensus team to get it. But uh, also seen some other teams sneak in there here and there. As you know, Lehigh famously got in there one year and took down Duke. Uh, Got to mention it early. Shout out, Mrs. Mishler. Obviously, Lehigh legend. But, um, yeah, looking really good this year. Very excited for it. Uh, Ten teams in this conference, so a relatively short one once again. But, uh, yeah, can't wait to get to it. Yeah, can't wait to get to it as well. Uh, I guess I'll start off once again with my player of the year of the Patriot League. That is fifth-year senior. Walter White out of BU, 12 and a half points, five and a half rebounds, one assist last year uh, for BU, obviously. Uh, his stats were a lot better the previous two years, but um, this year, obviously, the, the veteran, uh, probably the best player in this, for this, for this BU, uh, BU team right now. Yeah, a lot of different guys you can go with. Uh, definitely a great guy there, Walter White. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jalen Rucker at Army. Um, he was a sophomore last year. Very good stats for the sophomore year. 17 points per game, four rebounds, three assists per game. Also steal in there as well. Um, he's the only key focal point on this Army team. He's going to need to do a lot for Army in order to get high up in the ranks. So uh, that could be a reason why he's not player of the year. If I had to pick a backup runner-up for me, uh, that would definitely be Tucker uh, Richardson. Um, he averaged about uh, 12 and a half points per game, um, five, six rebounds-ish, and uh, four assists. So uh, can't go wrong either way. There's a lot of great guys coming back uh, from this Patriot League. Also, a lot of guys did come out. So uh, if you look at the outs and ins, uh, a lot more guys transferred out. Not too many transfers coming in here, which is uh, so not necessarily surprising, but uh, it's just kind of a conference where most of the guys go out. No one really comes in uh in terms of d1 transfers but uh that's something i know is personally but um yeah yeah definitely agree and uh, speaking of walter white my dark horse is bu as well looking at the roster they do have three starters return uh along with some bench players but those two starters they were they were big keys to the program obviously um they, they look a lot different bu i think will compete they've always been a team that competes in the top of this league but um, without McCoy, without Nathan, I think I think it'll be different. I see a lot of guys that could step up, especially another mass product, Anthony Morales. Yeah, uh, Beaver Country Day, I believe. I remember him uh, in high school. He was he was pretty good. And uh, what did he play on? Did he play on Bobcats? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. Obviously, we, we know most of the mass guys. Uh, there's a lot of great ones. And uh, a shout out also, Michael Quinn, I believe his name is, uh, out of Taunton. We played him in high school, so uh, shout out to him. Well, 
I guess we were on the team. I don't know. I don't know if we actually played him or not, but he was on the team. Shout out to him. Uh, my dark horse, uh, there's honestly a lot of different teams you could go with. I'm going to go with Bucknell here. A very interesting team this year. Very interesting team. Bucknell finished last in the conference. Um, they, they did beat Lafayette in the first round game. Um, it was a one-point game, and then they lost to Colgate, which was a pretty, pretty hefty. No, no offense to Bucknell, but a pretty hefty game there. Uh, regardless, Bucknell, man, four stars come back uh, and some bench as well. Big season. Uh, they haven't had recent success. Like I talked about, they finished last in the conference last year. Uh, Andrew Funk is gone, but uh, Xander Rice and Andre Screen both come back into double-digit scores. Uh, the key thing here is defense. Um, obviously, looking at the ratings, uh, net ratings, it was a minus 11.8 worse in the conference. Uh, that just really comes down to defense. Uh, I see that the rating was uh, 113.6. That's not too, too good. The offense is pretty good. The defense really needs to step up, and uh, I'm hoping it does this year because uh, if it does, I, I do think Bucknell can definitely rise, and uh, our team I'm very excited to see this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll kick things off with the main rankings. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna do a mid-episode switch already. Me too. Um, number 10, I'm going with Holy Cross here. Uh, they do have a lot of guys returning. Most of the team does return, but um, they're just – I don't know. Uh, Holy Cross has been in the bottom of the league forever. And at this point, I just expect Holy Cross to stay in the bottom of the league. That's so, it? Yeah, wow. Holy Cross at 10. Even after all their legendary success? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I have Holy Cross at 10 as well. Um, these bottom four teams kind of on the same boat, if I, if I say so myself personally. So, I mean – Seven through ten, it's kind of all just met bottom of the pack. There's no real true bottom team, if I had to say so. Um, I think there's definitely a clear distinction between seven through ten and six and up. So uh, I think there's a clear gap in this conference this year, uh, just how I I see it personally. But you never know. I mean, teams definitely prove otherwise throughout the season. Uh, regardless, I'm gonna put Holy Cross at ten. Uh, the only real key guy coming back, well, I guess I have a couple of key guys coming back, but, uh, Gerald Gates comes back. Uh, I believe he was on the second team last year. I'll call him second team. Uh, yep, that's correct. Um, but yeah, I mean, they lost the, the key thing was with the Holy Cross. They lost Kyrell Luck, uh, who went over to, uh, St. Bonnie's and if they kept him, I think Holy Cross could have been a very good team this year. Uh, Luck was on the freshman team. Um, I don't know if he won freshman of the year or not. I don't think he did. Um, let me double check. I don't think he did. Oh, he did. He won rookie of the year. Um, so yeah, if they kept him, I think they could have been a lot better, but, uh, they lost him, unfortunately. So I think that definitely hurts their stock in the future. Uh, so for now I'm going to keep them at number 10, but like I said, no clear difference between, uh, the 10th team and the 17th, uh, in this conference personally this year. Mm-hmm. Number nine, I have Navy. Navy, I think this is a very tough team to project right now. Uh, they lose most of their team, obviously. So it looks like some sort of rebuild, obviously. Not many guys uh, come in and come out of the program since it is Navy. It is very hard to transfer into the Navy, obviously. But um, very good season last year. I'm very, very interested to see how this team pans out because they are always competitive. Uh, so like I said, it is a very tough team proje- to project. But I, I do have them at nine. I think they will probably outplay this 
uh, number nine spot I do have for them, but I have them at nine. Yeah, same here. Uh, I'm keeping them at nine. Uh, I, know, I know they finished second last year in the conference, and I know they made it to the finals, but uh, yeah, I mean, something about Navy, it's kind of, it's like, like he talks about uh, with these uh, schools, military schools, it's hard to rank them and put them in a place because, I mean, like he talks about, no one really comes in or out of this program. You kind of, you're kind of just there. And uh, basketball is just kind of the thing on the side. Uh, but shout out to Navy, obviously. Uh, thank you to all those guys who will be deploying and uh, serving our country. We really do appreciate all of them. Uh, Veterans Day is coming up pretty soon, too, just about a month away. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Navy, really good team last year. Uh, made it all the way to the finals and lost to the eventual champions. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a, a pretty big turnaround uh, in terms of roster turnaround. Uh, they lose their big guy. Uh, what was his name? Uh, John Carter Jr. Uh, they lose him, which is tough. But uh, you never know. I mean, I, I think maybe we could definitely uh, pull some things up. And uh, so, I mean, I know they're here at number nine. But let's be honest, they can definitely move up a ton. Uh, but I think it's a clear distinction um, in turn. Play I talked about seven through ten. All the same in my personal opinion. So maybe at nine. They, they, they're pretty much seven for me. Mm-hmm. At number eight, I have Lehigh here, uh, three starters, some bench return. Evan Turner, he's going to be an all-conference caliber player. Uh, but um, obviously, the problem with Lehigh is they always have one star. The supporting cast is it's always questionable. Uh, I have him at number eight right now. Yeah, and I'm going to do a mid-episode switch uh, right now, actually. Like I said, I know it doesn't really make a difference, but I'm going to put Lafayette here at number eight. Uh, Lafayette returns three starters and some bench. Uh, pretty good scoring options, to be honest. Kyle Jenkins and Leo O'Boyle come back. Uh, I know we talked about um, Perry. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, Perry, uh, he transferred over. I don't remember what school it was, but he transferred out to the OVC, which you covered last episode. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they do return two pretty good guys, but in terms of experience, I don't really think Lafayette has that. So uh, that's why I'm going to put um, – my number seven team ahead of Lafayette. So I'm going to put Lafayette back here at eight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Lafayette at seven, obviously. Uh, like you mentioned, very good. There's a couple of scoring options here. Um, obviously, three starters, some bench players do return. And look at the roster. They do have one of your favorite guys, Justin Vonderbaum. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Yeah, you forget about that. That's your guy. Oh man, oh, oh man, I wish I didn't move him. Ah, oh well. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I could go look at the roster right now. I must. I must have overlooked that when I was looking at the roster. Yeah, man, and uh, obviously a San Diego transfer, TJ Berger. He is a very good player as well. Just didn't get the opportunity at um San Diego, and I think this team could be a very good team. Obviously, uh, they have a big man, which most of the conference doesn't usually have. Hmm. Yeah, I see it now. He didn't have a picture, so I guess I overlooked him. Um, but yeah, that, that's a big transfer. I'm just going to put that out there now. Justin Vanderband or Vanderbond, watch out. I think he's lethal. Seven foot, 240. Not many teams have a seven footer uh, in the Patriot League, so uh, watch out. This this team is pretty big, Lafayette. They got two six seven guys, and they got a seven footer, another six seven guy, a six eight guy, six ten. Whoa, 
Uh, I kind of wish I put Lafayette back at seven. But uh, regardless, I already made the mid-episode switch, so I got to stick with it. Uh, so I'm putting Lehigh at number seven. Uh, Lehigh looks pretty good this upcoming season, man. Uh, three stars and a bench comeback. You talked about Evan Taylor already. He's, he's got to watch out for. He was on the third team last year as a junior. He's pretty good, and I think they'll take a step up in the right direction uh, for this upcoming season as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, like you talked about, the key focus is who's going to come alongside him. Um, I know they did have a freshman, uh, Tyler Whitney Sydney. Uh, he comes back, which is huge, a uh, real big addition, as well as Keith Higgins Jr. So they got some guys coming back with some experience uh, that makes Lehigh somewhat dangerous. I mean, they won their first game in the first round. Um, they took down um, they took down Army, and uh, they did pretty well um, in that game. They won by 14, which is pretty good for them, considering they were the – well, I guess they were the fourth seed. But regardless – um, Lehigh's going to be pretty good next year. So I know I have him at seven, but uh, they could definitely sneak up there. I, I honestly think that seven through 10 could sneak up there. I think it's a really close race this year with, within all the teams. I don't think there's a clear gap at all. Um, I don't know. It seems like the talent's a little bit down this year in the Patriot League. Uh, that's just my personal opinion because so many guys transferred out. But uh, I don't know. Just kind of a hunch. Uh, I'm going to put Lehigh at seven. Mm-hmm. Number six, be you here. My dark horse, like I said, Walter Wright or Walter White leads this team, and I think he's going to be an all-conference player. He's been uh, an all-conference player for the past three past three years now, but I think he'll take his game to a whole different level in his fifth year. Uh, obviously, like I mentioned, complete turnaround, different team, and uh, I have them at six right now. I think that's their floor. I think their ceiling's a lot higher though. Hundred percent, six is definitely BU's floor. I have them here as well. The new team, I mean, they lost McCoy and Mathon, like you talked about. But, I mean, it's a big step up for Walter White. It's his team now, and uh, I think he's going to do really well. I think he'll be a first-team player at the end of the season uh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of who's up next. That's pretty much the mentality for BU, uh, if I were them at least. But, um, yeah, they got a really good squad, man. So, uh, don't count on any of these teams. Uh, uh, I think – it's just kind of been a th- common theme the past couple of uh, episodes. A lot of a lot of guys and a lot of teams uh, are leaving. And I know the Patriot League doesn't really have a team leaving, but if you look at the top team last year, it was Colgate. You look at their squad, because uh, Colgate's been dominating the past couple of years. That's no surprise. But Colgate's core from that squad is gone. So it's a new opportunity for a lot of new teams. And BU can definitely take advantage, even though they do lose McCoy and Mathon. They still got a good chance. So uh, six is definitely their floor. Definitely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Number five, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put Loyola Maryland here. Uh, good team. Four starters return. Some bench returns as well. Um, they're they're very good. They're very experienced. Looking at their roster, um, they're a very good team. Obviously, haven't had much success since Santiago Dama left, and they didn't. They pro- They didn't even have much success when he was on there as well they didn't make it to the final uh you could consider that a cinderella run but normally they're in the middle of the pack um i see them or they're, they're towards the bottom i see them taking a little step up and uh being in the middle of the pack with their experience definitely agree uh they should be in for a good year this year i hope um it seems like they always have one key guy uh two years ago it was aldama last year it was uh, camp spencer this year Jalen Andrews. I'll talk about them in a sec. 
I got American here five. I know it's a little bit low for them, but you look at uh, recent success, it hasn't been the greatest. Uh, American and Bucknell are technically tied for the last spot. Um, I believe American got the tiebreaker over Bucknell. Uh, so they finished ninth technically, but uh, they did win their first game. Uh, played it pretty close with Navy in that uh, quarterfinal game, uh, but ended up losing that one. But they do lose. Um, oh, wait, was I looking at the wrong team? No, no, sorry. Um, no, they uh, do lose their top guy, uh, Stacy Beckham Jr., which is kind of a tough loss because uh, he was a very good player last year. I believe he was, yeah, he was he was top 10 in scoring. Uh, but they do return some pretty good guys, Colin Smalls and Matt Rogers. A lot of experience with this American team, but just kind of putting the things together. And uh, this could be the year for them, so I'm going to put them here at five. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have Army here, obviously. A lot of experience returning as well with three starters. Uh, they have a huge freshman class looking at their roster. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven freshmen coming in uh, into this program. This is a team that's been atop the Patriot League for the past couple of years. I think I think they'll stay there. I'm um, looking at the stats. Jalen Rucker, I think he could be the player of the year. Uh, he has a very good chance as well. And um, Navy, I mean, Army, uh, I've done a four. Yeah, so now you want to steal my player of the year. That's crazy. Um, I didn't just, say that. I said Walter White. I said he has a chance. I didn't say he uh, is. I said uh, he has a chance. Uh, all right. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but my number four team is Loyola, Maryland. Uh, I just talked about them. You just talked about them. But, uh, yeah, four stars and some bench return. Uh, actually, one of the more experienced teams, uh, which is kind of surprising. It seems like Loyola, Maryland, uh, in terms of experienced teams, it seems like they would not be one of the better experienced teams, personally speaking, at least. But, uh, yeah, they did pretty well last year, finished sixth in the conference. Uh, did lose their first game to BU. Uh, tough game. They weren't expected to win that one. Uh, but, yeah, they do return Jalen Andrews, which is the big surprise here. Uh, not surprise, but the big story here. Uh, he'll definitely be an all-conference player, no doubt in my mind. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of who else will step up besides him. And uh, if they get those guys and step into place, then, uh, yeah, I think the all around can have a pretty good year this year once again. Mm-hmm. And approaching the top three, I have Colgate at number three. Uh, I don't know why I have him at three, but – um. They're a very good program. This is a program that's always good, obviously. Uh, won it last year. Who they faced last year? In the tournament? Yeah. Um, hold on. I had it somewhere. Colgate, who'd you play? Wisconsin. That's right. Oh, my. Yeah, they almost beat Wisconsin. That's right. Yeah, they, almost, they did almost beat Wisconsin. You were, you were shaking. I remember. I, I, I No. You picked that upset? I did pick that upset. I feel like I've picked every upset, to be honest. Yeah. I think I picked I picked Wisconsin to lose in the second round, I think. One of my brackets, at least. But, uh, yeah, that was a very close game. They only lost by seven, which I was very impressed by. Yeah, that was a really good game for them. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, they know how to play basketball here at, uh, at um, what, Colgate. This, is, this program, they're one of the best three-point shooting teams. They – if you watch the Wisconsin game, they were just training threes everywhere. Um, 45 and a half percent. I just looked it up. What? 40, they shot 45 and a half percent. Like from that on that game or the whole season? From that game. 10, yeah. 10 for 22. Well, like the whole season they've been doing that. Oh, whole season? Stuff. I'll get you a whole season real quick. Yeah. But um, obviously, 
Keegan Records, not records, it's records. Uh, probably the best big man in this conference. He is returning for his fifth season. Another player of the year contender, as is Tucker Richardson. Uh, he was an elite during that Wisconsin game. I do remember that. And um, I'm excited to see Colgate play. Obviously, the coach, Matt Lango, he's done a terrific job at Colgate, which has been labeled as by far the hardest job in this league. And he's 100% overdue for a new job, a better oh, yeah. job. Oh, yeah. He's way overdue, in my personal opinion. Uh, but, yeah, three-point percentage, it was 40.4. Where does that rank in uh, NCAA Division One? Any, any Any guesses for you? Top 15. Higher. Seven. Higher. Two. Two. Insane. 347 for 858 on the season. Who is, Very who's, good. who's number one? Number one? I don't know. Um, if I can check that, I can. Uh, I can't see that. Uh, I'll, I'll get that to you later. But, uh, yeah, I'm just on a Colgate's, like, team website. I don't know. You can, you can look that up. Regardless, uh, I'll get to my three while you look that up. Army is my number three. Uh, three stars and a bench return for this Army team. The reason I have them so high is by the man of Jalen Rucker, who is my player of the year, obviously. Um, he's been putting the league on uh, notice, and I think he'll do so once again in a much bigger way. Um, I'm surprised he was only on the second team last year. I thought he should have been on the first team, uh, personally speaking. Because, um, I mean... And they put two Colgate guys and two BU guys on the first team. I, I guess that's acceptable, but uh, I think Jalen Rucker could have had a good chance to be in there, uh, considering he averaged 17, 4, and 3. But regardless, uh, Army needs a lot uh, other guys to step up. The kind of, kind, of, kind of common theme with some of these uh, teams. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Army's going to be pretty good next year once again. Rucker wasn't the greatest last year. Uh, they did lose in the first round to Lehigh, which was an upset game. Well, I guess it was a four or five technically, but I thought Army could have could should have won that game personally. Regardless, uh, going to be good next year once again. I got them here at three. Mm -hmm. Um, guess who the number one team was? I major. No. Hmm. Did they make the March Madness tournament? Yes. South Dakota State. Correct. <laughs> yeah, good job. Out of field. Thank you. Yep. For Colgate, obviously 40.3%. South Dakota State, 43.7%. So mm -hmm. they cleared uh, the second place team by just about three and a half percent, which is a unbelievable clip. Not like for an individual, that's crazy. But for a team, that's that's absurd, man. Like shooting 43, nearly 44% from three as a team is it's just absurd. Yeah, that's absurd. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's why that's why that game was on upset alert. Uh, break time. That was one of the biggest upset alert games we had personally. Well, I, the whole nation had that on upset alert. But, uh, yeah, Colgate was a little bit of a sleeper upset team. And uh, the three-point ball, man, and March Madness for a uh, mid-major team, that goes a long way. And that's definitely been seen before in uh, recent March Madness history as well. So, uh, yeah, watch out for those mid-majors with the three-point ball and also the defense. Those can win you some Cinderella games, man. And uh, St. Peter's, I wouldn't go to the extent of – I mean, they shot the ball pretty well. I mean, I wouldn't go to the extent of saying that that's why they made it so far. But, I mean, it's definitely shown in history. So, uh, just a little stat for you when you pick your bracket next year because uh, 
You need you need that because I beat you. Yeah, very funny. Uh, number two, <laughs> mid episode switch. We'll go with American here. Uh, I originally had him at number one, but I think think um, I think the number one. Uh, now I think that my original number two team is is a little bit better. Uh, American obviously a lot of experience coming back, four starters, and some of the bench. Um, but American, I don't know. I haven't seen them win in a while like they're all right but they haven't really like regardless of who they have they haven't really won like especially like jameer harris i think was his name went to seating hall last year yeah yeah, yeah. He, he was one of the he was a star at american like i think 21 points a game there and uh they still they were pretty good i think they were a four seed but i expected them uh with him and the team they had to be a lot better. So I have American at, at two, not one. Yeah, uh, I find it very interesting. You have the bottom two teams from last year at one and two. I find that very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this conference is a lot different. So I uh, definitely respect that. My number two team is Bucknell. Obviously my dark horse team, a team I'm very high on. I know they do lose their top option, Andrew Funk. But uh, with the experience, I think that this team has a chance to completely turn it around. Uh, Xander Rice, Andre Screen, and company. Experience, I'm going off experience. And I know they finished last in the conference last year, but uh, I don't know. Something's telling me that they got a little spark in them. I know they won that first round game and they had to play Colgate, but uh, something's telling me that it's a different year in the Patriot League. So uh, I'm going to go with my gut, put Bucknell at two. Mm -hmm. And uh, number one, I have. Obviously, Buck now. Uh, I think this is a very good team this year. With four starters, they have a very good transfer class coming in, as well led by Jake Forrest uh, coming in from St. Joe's. Obviously, averaged double-digit points there, uh, and he was he was pretty good. Obviously, they have a center, Andre Screen. So it does turn out this this conference does have a lot of solid big men, huh? Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I didn't really expect that, and. Uh... I guess Gates is technically a big man from Holy Cross. Um, yeah. There's a couple of big men in here. Would you consider, um, what's his name, Record, uh, Records to be a um, big man? Yeah, I do. Um, he's a little bit undersized, but he plays a lot bigger than yeah. he shows, man. Like, he really competes out there. Yeah. And obviously with Bucknell, Xander Rice is there as well. He's he's terrific, man. He, he He's another potential all all conference, all yeah, all conference player, player of the year, you name it. Obviously, I think he is the the coach's son. Really? Nope. Uh, I lied, but um, <laughs> but yeah, Bucknell's my number one team. I, I was looking at his bio. It's the Where'd you get son. that from? Let me see. The coach is Nathan Davis. Yeah, what am I talking about? Just don't pretend that didn't former, happen. Former, former coach? Hmm. Was he the former coach, maybe? Where do you see that? Oh. His father was an All-American who went to play at UNC. Oh, he's a head coach at Monmouth. That's what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. King Rice. You're right, you're right, you're right. Huh. Yeah, I didn't right, know that. Your turn. Who's your okay. number one? Yeah, uh, so now it's time for my number one team. And I'm going to be going with uh, the runner-up, not the runner-up, but the team that won it last year once again, Colgate. 
I know Colgate lost a lot. I understand that. But uh, I still do think that they are the top team. Lose Nelly Cummings? I get that. Yeah, sure. But they bring back Tucker Richardson, and they bring back Keegan Records. And uh, Richardson was on the first team last year. And uh, I think this team's still very good, very good defensively. Uh, Richardson was on the defensive team. I think Richardson is one of the best defensive players, if not the best, in this conference. Um, I know he didn't win Depoy last year, but um, I think he's. I think he should win it this year. And uh, I think they got what it takes, man. Uh, record records and um, Richardson were both top ten in rebounding per game. So uh, steals per game. I don't know if they were in there either. Richardson was in there as well. Richardson, Depoy, book it. But um, yeah, I do think that uh, this Colgate team will still be very good best coaching staff in the league, if I do say so myself. And, uh, yeah, the, the coach is overdue. We, we both definitely agree. He's, he's way overdue, in my personal opinion. But, uh, yeah, cool game, man. Uh, I think this would be – did they win the year before? I don't know if they did. I don't think they did, to be honest. Um, but regardless, let me, let me double check. Oh, well, there was no win. Oh, yeah, cool game did win uh, past two years. Um, did they win the year before that, too? No, BU won in the conference tournament. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I mean, Colgate looking to three-peat technically. They got a good chance to do so. So, uh, don't mark this team out. One of the best teams in the, in the uh, conference as of recently. So, uh, yeah, don't sleep. Colgate could be number one. But I, I honestly think it's a very good race this year in the Patriot League. No clear frontrunner by any means. I think it's honestly anyone's conference. And uh, that's something we haven't really seen in a while for the Patriot League. I, I honestly think any single team has a chance to go on a Cinderella run and win this thing, top to bottom. I do believe that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know we haven't done high school commitments in a while, right? Like, we probably have been slacking on those high well, school. Well, I mean, when we're in, what's it called, conference preview mode, we don't really talk about that other stuff. But uh, one thing I do want to say quickly before you get to that, um, obviously this conference is a one bid. Unfortunately, it usually just is every year. Where that seed will be, probably a 14 seed. It usually is. Um, could be a 15 as well, but usually a 14. They got yeah. a pretty good strength of schedule. I mean, it's still bottom five, but, I mean, you never know. Some teams do have some good quad one games, um, but usually it is a uh, 14 to 15 seed. But, um, yeah, I'll get a trivia question coming up for the Patriot League, but uh, you get to your uh, – little spiel on the high school. No, but um, yeah, it's probably a 14, 15 seed unless it's Colgate, then it's probably a 13 seed. I think that's yes. – were they a 13 seed last year? No, they were a 14. 14. Wisconsin was a three. Yeah, Colgate's always a shot at a, at a 14 seed. But I don't know why, but I just got a random notification saying that uh, Jizzle James, top 50 recruit in the 2023 class, has committed uh, Cincinnati – obviously uh second top 50 recruit to, to commit to Cincinnati for the class of 2023 and they're in the running for probably arguably the top recruit in that class Isaiah Collier uh he, he announced his final four or five I believe four Cincinnati Michigan UCLA and USC so Wes Miller and the Bearcats uh making some moves indeed they are uh, Cincinnati 
coming up down the uh, later end of this thing uh, in the uh, American preview, obviously. So that's probably about uh, three weeks out, maybe maybe two and a half, I should say. But um, yeah, man, uh, Cincinnati, man, building a little bit of a squad over there. West Miller year two. I'm very excited to see what he can do uh, in terms of the present day, but for the future, man, yeah, that looks pretty good. So uh, shout out to them. But uh, trivia question now. Um, I don't know. I was I was looking for one, then I got got sidetracked. Um. Oh, I got a good trivia question. Who was player of the year in this conference? Because um, I'm surprised who it was. I did not know that this guy won player of the year. That's the question. Who won player of the year? Um, there's some good candidates for this. I'm very surprised that uh, I, I think we completely overlooked this fact. But, um, yeah, who was player of the year last year? That's kind of an easy one if you get it. But, um, yeah, that's going to be the question. So, uh, for now, did, do you know, did you see who it was? No. I think I take a guess though, but it's probably, wrong? Not, it's probably not who I think it is. What's your guess? I, I won't say yeah. it's right or wrong. My guess is probably America's guess too. It's, it's Nelly Cummings, but it's probably not. I, I'm assuming if, if it, that's the uh, trivia question. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say if it's right or wrong, but uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. It, 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 I'll, I'll I'll give you this. It, it wasn't him. I was very surprised. Uh, it's someone else, which I was very surprised about. But um, yeah. Looking at the board now, um, it's filling up, as you can see. Um, I know there's a glare on the computer. Um, I don't know why. Uh, let me go this way. As you can see, there we go, a little bit better. Patriot League, now in the books. And uh, look what we got next. Uh, one of your favorite mid-major conferences, the SOCON is up next. Uh, looking a little bit different uh, this year. Obviously, as you know, uh, Furman, not the same. Uh, Chattanooga, not the same either. Um, Furman, I think personally, I think Furman has a very good squad next year, and I don't know who's going to compete with them now that Chattanooga is not the same, but, uh, a lot of new coaching in and out of that uh, conference as well. So, uh, yeah, very excited to see what the SOCON has. Usually one of the best conference tournaments to watch. It's always pretty fun. And, uh, if it's close, maybe I'll go to it. We'll see what happens. I don't know how far away and where they play, but, uh, I know it's down here somewhere in South Carolina or close to it, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Always excited for the SoCon, like you mentioned. Uh, one of my favorite mid-major conferences to watch. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, it's probably Furman's conference to lose, but you'll see our full rankings probably in a couple of days. Indeed, indeed. And uh, for now, uh, that is all we got. Uh, one quick note, shout-out to you. You won your first fantasy game. Yeah. Uh, very, very excited. And, yeah. Uh, and we both won, actually. So uh, both of us finally get some wins, which we need. And uh, we don't play each other for a couple more weeks. So you'll see that. You'll see a poll for that, definitely, uh, for the RTM. But, uh, yeah, I think that is all we got. Uh, I'm going to post the second round of polls tomorrow. I know I said that last episode. Uh, I'm going to do that tomorrow. So stay tuned for those. Uh, the Commerce Tournament Showdown polls. Uh, for the best conference this year. Um, yeah, pretty much self-explanatory thus far in terms of the ranks. Some of the big names still alive. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see you either tomorrow or Thursday. And I think that is all we got for today's episode. We thank you guys for tuning in as always. And it's always March, baby. Always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.